Hello and welcome to episode eight of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Charlotte. And this week on the podcast, we are moving hotels. We're staying in the seas, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> we did the contemporary a few weeks ago, and now we are doing Coronado, Disney's Coronado Springs. Oh, um, the letter C. I thought you meant, you know, the C's like Seven Seas Lagoon or oh, something. Oh, yeah. So, no. Okay. <laughs> this week's podcast is brought to you by the letter by C. the letter C. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and the number eight, um, which I took me... I, the effort that was required, by the way, for me to remember that this is episode eight, because we're actually recording these out of order. <laughs> very impressed with myself, actually, for remembering. <laughs> so. All right. But first up, ironically, now that we've done all of this, is our hot take. Also the letter C. <laughs> Crocs. Love them or hate them. <laughs> That's right. Excuse me. Love them or hate them. Crocs. Um. Crocs are having a big resurgence, particularly in the Disney parks. There are all new prints and patterns, and you're seeing people wear them. And they, they never really went away, but they definitely, you know, in, they weren't quite the, the zeitgeist that they had been, you know, back when, like, my son was little um, and wore them everywhere. So what do we think? Crocs, guys, I, pro, con? I am pro. I am team Croc. I, Crocs have never went away as far as I'm concerned. Now, I don't really wear the clogs. I used to have the fuzzy clogs like 10 years ago, but I live in Crocs flip-flops. I have about 30 pairs around my house, and every time I see a sale, I wind up buying two more. I love Crocs. <laughs> They're the only things that I wear to the parks. They are the most comfortable flip-flops. I don't. I can't live without them. Charla, how about you? Crocs, pros, or con? Um, I don't. Well, I don't think that the clogs are good looking, but I don't like them because I don't like the um, little spikes on the sole. Like the, okay, all right. Um, I don't. I don't find them comfortable. Um, I have. I did have a pair of Crocs back in the day when they were first becoming popular, I guess, and they were good car shoes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you just flow them on. But I almost always. Um, ended up taking them off because I didn't like the little spiky things. So <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm not for them. I don't, I have, I really don't care in terms of if you wear them, then that's, that's on you. That's fine. I mean, I'm not a fashionista whatsoever. So I do not care if you want to wear them and that makes you comfortable then you do it. That's my take. What about you, Sarah? I love them. I'm pro croc. <laughs> I mean, now let's be clear. I'm not suggesting they're the most beautiful shoes ever. Oh no, ever. they're like they're hideous. They're I don't hideous. We're acknowledging that they're There's, ugly. But they I don't are, know why people think that they're cool. Like they're definitely not cool, but they right. are comfy. They're very yeah, comfy. They're super comfy. There's, I, I mean, and I like the patterns and things. Like I got last year um, from Shop Disney. I got the Christmas Mickey fuzzy Crocs um, that light up when I walk. <laughs> I didn't know they lit up. Otherwise, I would have bought them. They lit up. <laughs> they light up. They're, they make me so happy. Um, and yes, they're just, they're the perfect thing to just throw on to go check the mail or run to the grocery store or whatever. I do, um, I don't wear the clogs typically around the parks, but I do have a couple of, um, like the ballet flats. I think Heather and I both have the ballet flats um, that we have to wear to work events when you have to wear closed-toed shoes for Disney events, you know? Yeah. Um, Crocs all the way. Yep. I didn't know they made ballet flat type yep, shoes. Yep, they make a ballet. Oh, they yeah. make a couple different mm -hmm. styles. Yeah, I believe um, they call them their Mary Jeans, even though right. they look like Mary Jeans. But yeah, well, they have Mary Jeans as well with the strap, but then they also have just like ballet flats, you know, um, which I love. So yeah, I mean, there's 
there's probably three or four pairs of Crocs floating around my house right now. Like I have, <laughs> nothing. I am like 70. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, I wear different flip-flops. I wear the Javiana flip-flops. I have about 40 pairs of those floating around. I but. also have Javianas because they sparkle. Now, yes. when Croc starts making sparkly flip-flops, you will all just collectively hear my head explode. <laughs> <laughs> I won't know what to do with myself. But actually my first ever pair of Crocs was purchased at Disney one time, actually. I forget what trip I was on, but it was a winter-ish trip. And I think it was the tail end of like a work trip where we had just been walking, I mean, miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. And my feet just literally, like the last day, I literally just could not take it anymore. And they had the Mickey Crocs with like the the holes are shaped like Mickey, you know? Okay. And they were navy mm-hmm. blue and they were fleece lined and I bought them and wore them the rest of that day and on the flight home and I was the happiest person. <laughs> See, now I remember on a work trip, I bought, they had new, like they were little wedges and the wedge was only about like an inch tall. It wasn't like a tall thing, even though they do make tall wedges now. Um, but it was a sandal style wedge mm-hmm. and they were not quite rose gold, not quite beige, but they had the pattern was like little interconnected Mickey silhouettes. And oh. I, I think I got those at Disneyland and I was so excited. So cute. I, yeah, they were really cute. I never really bought, I think that's the only pair of Disney Crocs that I've owned. But yeah. now that I know the Christmas ones light up, I might have to get, and I really want the Halloween ones, but I don't wear the clogs. It is way too hot in California to make those practical. Like even though your feet sweat and Crocs don't smell, which is a cool thing about them. Like it's just, it, it's too plasticky, yeah. you know, for out here. Yeah. And when Ryan was little, I mean, Crocs are definitely nostalgic for me because when Ryan was little, orange Crocs were like his signature move every summer. He That's cute. Yeah. Little teeny bright, bright orange Crocs because he looks amazing. There is a little dog that I follow on Instagram. His name is Toby. Toby the Gentleman, if you all want to go follow him. I think I already follow him. And he has the tiny little dog Crocs. Yes. He's yes, a little I Boston Terrier that lives in Dublin and he wears Crocs everywhere. And I love him <laughs> so much. I already loved him because he was a Boston Terrier. And then he wore his little tiny Obviously. baby Crocs. <laughs> it was so yeah. cute. Yeah. So every time I see a little kid go by in Crocs, I'm like, mew. <laughs> but and now, I, he, I, and does Ryan wear Crocs they, now, though? Because now they're cool. So he Well, they're coming that. back, and he's like, he's like low-key, I almost bought a pair. <laughs> <laughs> he should. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I'm on Shop Disney now looking at the different Disney Crocs. And I have to be honest, I don't really love them. Although the Disney World 50th, I've seen them in person. They're kind of cute. I, I'm, I would hold out and wait and see what this year's Christmas Crocs are. They probably won't come out for a couple months, but. I mean, where? what about the, where's the Halloween shop? Don't tell me. I mean, you have a Halloween party, but here it is. All right. Keep talking amongst yourselves. I'm just, just stopping. <laughs> Meanwhile, Heather's just Croc shopping in the background. That's fine. No. Uh, so what, what do you think, our listeners, our beloved listeners? Uh, Crocs, yes, no. Ugliest things so. ever or ugly, but I love them anyway. Uh, let us know. You can email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com. And maybe we'll put a poll up on our Instagram story or something. <laughs> you yeah, your you're an to the Crocs. That's right. Uh, all right. So coming up next, we are going to be talking all things Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. Stay tuned. All right. So. Uh, our last hotel overview was Charla's stay at the Contemporary. This time it's Heather's turn. 
And we are going to be talking about Disney's Coronado Springs, which you recently stayed at, right? I did. This is only my second time staying there. So it was kind of an almost new experience because the last time was forever ago. Yeah. Um, I've only stayed there twice, but it's, it's again, very sentimental to me because it's where uh, we stayed on our honeymoon. Aw, how cute. 25 years ago. So. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have stayed there once or twice. Um for different conventions, a lot as I guess if I've stayed there three times, two of them have been conventions. Um, but I have not stayed there since they built the tower. Yes, I haven't either. So I'm really looking forward to hearing all about that. So, all right, let's start with the room. What type of room did you have? Okay, so I was in the casita section in a preferred room. Um, I did not get to stay in the tower. This was for a business. This is actually before I went on the wish. This is where Disney put us up. Um, and so I was really, really hopeful that it was going to be in the tower. It was not. It was in the casita section. But what I like about Coronado Springs is that even before they put the tower, I think their rooms were the the nicest, most modern of the the um, the moderate resorts because it's a convention resort. Mm -hmm. So they mm -hmm. they're not really catering to the family clientele, not that you can't stay there, but they're really catering to those conventioneers. And so everything's a little bit more refined and upscale and fancy, which I really liked about it. Um, but I will say the preferred room does not really feel preferred. This resort is so big that even the preferred room was still quite a bit of a walk from the resort amenities. So we love you all. We know budget is a concern. Please do yourselves a favor. Do not book a standard room. If you stay here, you're going to have at least a 20-minute walk to the front of the resort. It's it's that big. Yeah, it is a yeah, very large resort, very similar to like a Caribbean beach or a Puerto Rican oh, Riverside. It's, it's bigger. I think it's, I think it's, it's way big, bigger. It's bigger. Way yeah. bigger. Yeah. Like way bigger. And like it, just the preferred room. I, there's no way. I mean... Like, we were actually in shock. Like, what do you mean this is preferred? There's nothing preferred about it. You still have a really long walk. So if you're in a standard room, which would be located at the very back, gosh, I can't even imagine. It's just not worth it. It's not yeah. worth it. Pay the I extra mean, $200. And the, the the resort sort of circles the the lake, right? The lago that's in the... Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And then behind the lake, there's the pool. And, the, and now they have that fun new um, bar and grill, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um so there's a lot going on around the resort, but for the most part, they've kind of reconfigured it so that the tower is the the main lobby slash check-in area. Mm -hmm. um, and so what used to be the check-in area is now kind of just like a seating area. They have some tables with, you know, charging stations and some sofas, but for the most part, you're not really in that section anymore. Everything kind of takes place over by the tower. Okay. So now, would you recommend staying in the tower over the preferred rooms? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I was taking a sip of my smoothie. Um, <laughs> yes, one, because they're newer, they're a lot more updated, um, but you're also closer to um, the main bus stop, you're closer to the check-in, you're closer to a lot of the new restaurants and lounges. Um, and then the... Um, existing buildings and the conference center you're only about a two or three minute walk versus okay. the preferred rooms mm -hmm. which used to be preferred when the lobby was what the lobby was now has quite a bit of a hike to everything and i'll tell you we got stuck in a very big rainstorm like went on for hours the resort flooded type of rainstorm Oof. and that's not fun to walk to 
around. Like it, they try, you know, to have everything covered, but there's parts where you're not covered and it just everything. Like the girl I was with wound up having to take off her socks and sneakers to make it to our room so that they wouldn't be soaking wet for the next day. Oh no. <laughs> oh God. You know, now, and there, one there's nothing that... to be done about that, but still save yourself the headache and stay in the tower. Yeah. <laughs> now, the other thing that Coronado has that is really unique um, among moderate resorts is that they actually have like a concierge level, right? They do. Um, it's now, it's only in the tower now. Um, there might be a couple of casita suites that are on that, that concierge level, but um, again, they're catering to that, that conventioneer clientele. And so they're offering them upgraded amenities that you wouldn't find at a moderate resort. So there is a concierge level. I was not on it, so I didn't get to go to the lounge, um, sadly. But, um, you know, I what I like about the rooms here, even though I'm trying to dig up my pictures, is that everything is kind of an upgraded, like, amenity. You know, you have the fancy Keurigs, but like the good Keurigs, not just the regular resort Keurigs. You have um, the 50th Keurig brew in there. Um, it's There's tons of charging stations, a really big desk, because a lot of the people that are there are going to be there to work. And so every little detail has really been thought out versus, hey, this is for mom and dad and the kids, so let's just shove everything in there. It just feels a lot like it even has nicer bedding, I think, than the moderate resorts. I didn't feel badly staying there. You know, I'm used to staying in DVC resorts. That's what I like to do. Um, so staying in this room didn't feel like a disappointment, if that makes sense. Okay. <clears throat> nice. All right. I, do, I don't want to sound snotty about it, but, you know, if you're used to staying at deluxe resorts, when you go backwards, sometimes it can be a little bit of a shock. Um, and this wasn't, and it was really nice. That's great. And how about the size of the rooms? Are the size of the rooms comparable? I don't remember. <laughs> they're, they're comparable to like Caribbean Beach and um, and Port Orleans. They're the typical size of okay. the of the moderate resorts. You know, the room I was in obviously had two queen beds. It's got like a, a little lounge chair. It's got that huge desk in it, um, some shelving. They have barn doors that slide over the bathroom and then the bathroom's in two sections. And I also like that the... Um, the bathroom has a walk-in shower versus a tub, um, which is nice because, again, convention, so they don't need to really have that um, that bathtub situation. And then the artwork is themed to the three caballeros, but it's very, like, subtle. It's okay. not, oh, my gosh, here's Donald Duck. It's just like, hey, yes, you're at a convention at a Disney resort. Like, here's, like, a tiny little silhouetted photo of a duck. Mm -hmm. in, okay. with a sunset type of situation right. so, so your headboard doesn't like light up and quack it just no. <laughs> although you know, uh, hey. that might be the next thing for them um, <laughs> it did not have carpet which we all know how I feel about that but what can be done I don't know yeah but it yeah it's everything is very subtle there yeah um, and the standard rooms only sleep four right there's no day bed for a fit sleeper no, no. okay Except for, but they do offer suites. They offer a lot of different suites. They have casita suites. They have one bedroom suites. They have the suites in the tower. Um, so there are options that will sleep a family of five, but not in the standard room. So, you know, you'll pay extra for them, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So food. Tell us about the food. Because that's actually one of the things that I remember from Coronado the few times I've stayed there is 
when I stayed there, there was really good food options. There are so many food options there, especially now since they've redone it. I mean, oh my gosh, there, there's like, <laughs> let me count one. Oh God. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten different bars, lounges, quick service, what have you. Um, and everything kind of has a different menu depending on the time of day. Um, so they, you know, they have a coffee shop, which I really liked. So if you wanted to just grab a pastry, a fancy coffee really quick before you were on your way, they have that. Um, do you remember Rick's when they opened? Um, yep. It was supposed to be a lounge, but then it kind of became a cafe. Now Cafe Rick's is the Rick's sports bar. So in the mornings, you can grab a, also grab a coffee there, but it's a sports bar now and um, kind of has like, you know, burgers and that type of things and TVs all around. Um, again, they're catering to a different clientele. So they have so many different options that a lot of resorts don't. They, um, they have their pool bar. Um, they have a smoothie area of Cafe Rick's earlier in the day and also do like yogurts and stuff. I think that's what the, the coffee bar is called. Um, and then they have the Maya Grill, uh, which is, you know, they kind of have like, they call it traditional Mexican fare, but it's a Disney version of Mexican <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> um, I actually had some really great meals at Maya Grill. Yeah. I, I didn't eat there this time. And a really good margarita flight. looked really, really good. <laughs> Um, and then of course the new restaurant Toledo, um, which they kind of do like tapas and things like that. Um, I had a really, really great breakfast at the, um, I want to say it's El Mercado now, but what used to be the pepper market. Right. Used to be the pepper market. Yeah. I had a really good breakfast there. The, um, you know, they had like five or six different stations. They had grab and go. The chef was really great making me a vegan breakfast, um, that I appreciated. Um, they have, what else? Oh, the three bridges, which was so good. I just went there for a cocktail, but my gosh, isn't it pretty? Like, uh, it's in the middle of the lake. You, ha you know, you have to take a bridge no matter which way you get to it. Um, I've heard the food is fantastic. The cocktail I had was e excellent. Um, but this is kind of like the cool place to hang out now. Like, I feel like even if you're not staying at Coronado, you should be coming to Coronado just for the cocktail culture alone. Like, if you like a good drink, fantastic place, three bridges. And there's also the Dahlia Lounge, which is at the very top of the... Um, the, the new tower and it has views for days they have an outdoor patio they have an indoor space you want to see like fireworks from epcot or magic kingdom you go here early and try to stake yourself out of space uh, um but they have again a huge wine list tons of cocktails and they have tapas you know because spanish like the spanish tapas culture i had um fried artichokes with this raspberry balsamic glaze like it's mm. just like this huge dish of just little flakes of artichoke like wow yeah. it's like the lounge where we did that um disney park yeah. princess meet yeah we did yeah we did a, a park princess meet at dahlia lounge a couple of years ago and it was great it's beautiful if you go in the afternoon the air conditioning is everything you want um but it's just so bright and airy and then we and that was where I was when the was a rainstorm happened to hit and at first we're like oh it's so nice out here in our little lounges on the deck and then the wind started blowing the rain onto us and we were like drenched it was just <laughs> like okay so we moved inside but I mean it was packed 
absolutely packed, like standing room only. Everybody's at the bar. It's just, I feel like Coronado has become, become like kind of a cool place to hang out. So whether you're going there for dinner, you're going to just grab a burger or you want a drink, they have like five different bars now of all different kinds of atmospheres for you to just go and kind of, you know, at the end of the day, which I appreciated. Nice. All right. Um, so then what about like the the pool and like the other sort of entertainment amenities? Well, I didn't get over to the pool because I was there for work. So I didn't get to do anything <laughs> fun. Um, but the pool, I think, is, is one of the prettiest ones on Disney property. It has this huge Mayan pyramid that um, it's so cool looking. <laughs> it's it's really neat. Like you can actually like sit on the bottom few stairs of the, the pyramid and like a waterfall goes down it. And their slide has a little jaguar. <laughs> that you kind of like have to slide under the jaguar and he looks like he's gonna come at you um i just i think it's one of the prettiest pools on property it's really big because it has to accommodate this massive resort so that you never feel overcrowded in there like i think of like the animal kingdom lodge pool absolutely beautiful pool but it's kind of small and every time you're in there especially in the summer you always feel like you're on top of people that mm -hmm. doesn't happen this pool and then of course there's quiet pools around as well okay so you know if you really do need some quiet time you can find it at like a smaller tinier pool mm -hmm. and in terms of location to get to the theme parks and things wh where are we in Walt Disney World we are near Animal Kingdom near ish Animal Kingdom but yeah, it's also <laughs> relatively close to Epcot like I don't feel like I'm so you don't really have a a huge drive to Epcot. Um, so that's nice, but I guess technically we're in the animal kingdom area. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's kind of off on its own, really. Um, what I like about it, though, is that it has a ton of bus stops. I guess it's kind of annoying to have a ton of bus stops when you're trying to get to the park, but it's nice in that you don't feel like you have to go so very far from your room to, to be able to board a bus. Okay. That being said... I saw a lot of people at the last three bus stops being turned away or a bus not stopping because it was so full. So if you can, maybe go to breakfast and then get on the bus at uh, Grandestino Tower, which is the first stop. Because if you're at the last stop, it's going to take you a really, really, really long time to get a bus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you talk? Can we talk about that lobby in Grandestino Tower? Oh because, gosh, how pretty. Oh, I just think it's so pretty. I, it's, it's, it's one so of my favorite pretty. lobbies of any of the Walt Disney World resorts. It's so pretty and it's almost like you can get lost in it. It's two levels, you know, it's got these beautiful floor to ceiling windows and there's a little coffee bar downstairs kind of hidden underneath you. So you walk in and you see these windows and your check-in is to the right and you have like four lounge, different lounge areas to the left. And then there's, you know, this grand staircase to get you downstairs and then you get downstairs and you think that it's just another waiting area but really like there's a little bar hidden under there which mm -hmm. I thought was fun and so a little coffee bar during the day um cocktails during the afternoon and evening um but it's just it's so beautiful it really like that's how I like Disney to redo their resorts like as you're updating them make them beautiful you can give me a nod to Disney characters but just you know, we don't need yeah. to just be stuck in the cheesy. Let, let's yeah. make them beautiful. And the colors are so perfect, you know, given that the resort is sort of like a southwest, not quite Mexican 
Mexican adjacent kind of, you know, like yeah, the colors and the oranges and the yellows and the thing, like they're just really very pretty and really sort of evokes that feeling. I think. Yeah, they almost it almost feels like a sunset mm-hmm. in there, you yes. know, like it's bright and airy but dark and cool at the same time. Like it just kind of reminds you, like the day is coming to an end. It's time to relax and unwind. Like it's just with all like the beautiful like dark raw iron, almost like bronzed in color. It's mm-hmm. just, it's really really stunning. So pretty. Yeah, the last time we were there, um, we were walking around and I was just thinking, like, I have to stay here again. (laughs) Such a pretty resort. Yeah, it's really pretty. I mean, the size is kind of a a detractor for me personally. Mm -hmm. It is really, really big. um, And I'm always going to prefer a deluxe resort where I don't have to walk outside and where I can have a balcony because, again, at the moderates, there are no balconies. Right. and so those things bother me like this. I'm not going to stay here again of my own accord, but it was stunning. And I, again, that has to do with the fact that it doesn't cater to families and young children. It caters to a business clientele. And so they have put in that effort to make it beautiful. And I really appreciated it. Yeah. And we sort of skipped over this, but we should mention it is bus transportation only everywhere. Correct. Yes. So it's not on the Skyliner. It is not on, you know. There are no boats. There's not, yeah. no, you are beholden to the Disney buses. I found them to come really fast, though. I think, I mean, I only took one bus there to get to Epcot. Um, and I think I only waited five or six minutes for it. Uh, and coming home, it was almost, again, like I stood at the bus stop for three minutes and the bus pulled up. So it was running really fast the day that I was there. And, of course, the bus stops have, you know, those little video screens that tell you when your next bus is coming. They're usually not accurate anymore, but you know, it's there. Um, What else? What else? What else? Um, Oh, they have a salon and spa, which I liked. I didn't know that. Um, But full service salon and spa, because it was right by my room. And I forget what it's called now, but I remember walking past it going, oh, that's really cool. So again, that's not something that they have at any other moderate resort. So nice little amenity for you there. Yeah. I feel like this is like a stepping stone to a deluxe resort, right? Yeah. Like moderate plus maybe can we call it? Can we coin that term? Like, because it's not like the other moderate resorts and don't get me wrong. I think they did a really beautiful job with Caribbean beach, but I think that this is just a little bit elevated. Mm -hmm. It's not quite deluxe level again because of the size and, and you know, the lack of balconies and things like that. But as far as the number of restaurants and the type of amenities you find there, it's definitely on par with a deluxe. So if you, you know, normally you're a pop century person and this is, you know, you love the values and you can't see springing for a deluxe, maybe you try a step up and you go to Coronado because the pricing is always less than Caribbean beach because it's not on the Skyliner, but you're going to get a lot of amenities like you would have at a deluxe resort without paying that price. Yeah. That Skyliner has really changed the pricing for Pop Century and Coronado. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. I I feel like I get a lot of clients that are like, I want to go for a last minute trip to Disney and I want to stay at the values and I only want to spend $2,500. And I'm like, (laughs) staying at the all stars is a minimum of $3,500 now. I'm very sorry. I don't know <laughs> where you've been, but <laughs> we don't discount anymore at Disney. That's right. Pricing has changed. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really, I did. I was truly charmed by it. Again, it had been a really long time since I had stayed there. Um, and it was certainly before the, the building of Grand Destino, but I kind of like how they've 
recentered the resort around the tower. It makes the other areas a little inconvenient, though. Mm. So if you can, at the very least, go for a preferred location, but try to aim to stay in that tower because everything's within a three-minute walk for you when you're right there. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, when I stayed there, um, it was November of 1997, and it was still under construction. Only phase one of the resort oh, wow. was done. So only the casitas existed. <laughs> you know? And I think it's important to know, too, that the different sections of the resort all look different. So yes, there's the casitas, the rancheros, and what's the third one? There's, gosh, I put my... It's C-U-C-H something. I don't, and I, don't I think, put myself I've never on been the able spot. to I don't know I don't remember I've but never been able to pronounce I was it. not prepared to make this point but <laughs> <laughs> each of the three existing sections and then the new Grand Destino Tower all look differently so the buildings look different the room decoration inside looks a little bit different so you know depending on where you stay you might have a different experience and I, yeah. I also really like that there's water. It's cabanas. I thought I was crazy, but it's not. It's, it's casitas, cabanas. ranchos, and cabanas. Yes. I was thinking yes. cabanas can't be right, but it is right. Oh, good. I, no, okay, there's something else I'm thinking of that has that weird word, but. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but. Um, also, there's a lot of water and fountains everywhere, which I love fountains. Like the sound of running water is just very peaceful to me. Um and so that's everywhere. Every courtyard you go to, every, um, like, you just kind of turn around and there is a giant fountain. There's a tiny fountain. And I feel like it it brings a lot of life to the resort and it kind of cools the resort off, yes. as it were. Um, I love those little courtyards. In, me like, too. Like those little hidden courtyards. So I think great. I, I took a bunch of pictures of them because I would just turn around and be like, oh, pretty. Okay. Like, it was just, it's really well done if you love to take photos of yourself on vacation like there's a lot of great opportunities to do your instagram photos it's or very whatever instagram friendly. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just it's really really beautiful i think that for me the only downside would be the size and the lack of a balcony um, okay. i don't even do think the tower they, rooms have balconies though i don't know if they do i don't think I wonder, so i wonder if they might Hmm. Somebody Google. Somebody. I'm googling. Google. I'm googling. <laughs> I'm going to talk talk amongst yourselves while I Google. <laughs> uh, they also have a nice little gift shop there. Um, with oh, with resort specific merchandise, I was super excited to see that come back because Disney did away with that for a little while, um, and it it's kind of nice. Like it's got like that Southwest vibe. But I don't know. It's really pretty. Um, they no had a balconies. lot of sparkly things. Yeah, I didn't think that they did. No, um, no balconies. So, you know, go up to to Do uh, the Dahlia Lounge and hang out on that patio. It's not even like a balcony out there. It's like a big, giant patio. Yeah, it's like a part. terrace sort of situation yeah. or something. And yeah. You have like an overhang so you can be out of the sun and generally out of the rain until it starts blowing sideways at you. Yeah. Um, but I, I was very impressed. I was. The food, everything I ate was delicious. Um, I, the spaces were just absolutely beautiful. Like, I want to go back and eat at the Three Rivers as opposed to just having a cocktail. But, like. Three Bridges. Got, three Bridges. What did I say? Three Rivers. rivers. <laughs> Close oh, enough. We that, know what you meant. That's a really popular barbecue place in Orlando. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, I just, like, everything. They, they have, like mixologists as opposed to bartenders so they're crafting really good cocktails if that's your thing yeah. like it's it's elevated like moderate plus so if you're looking to make the leap 
to a moderate or you always stay at a moderate, but you've been hesitant to try Coronado because of the location. Like I can't recommend it enough. I, I think everybody should try it. Um, I, I don't even think the location is a detractor. It didn't take me more than 10 minutes to get to Epcot from where it was. Nice. All right. Well, that does it for this week's episode of Disney Park Princess. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, coming up over the next couple of episodes, we are going to be doing some Adventures by Disney content. So if you have any questions about Adventures by Disney, um, we're working on like a listener Q&A specifically to Adventures by Disney. So if you have any questions about that, that'll probably be in season two. Mm -hmm. uh, but send your questions in info at DisneyParkPrincess.com. If you've ever had any questions whatsoever about Adventures by Disney, Heather has one. Uh, coming up that she is going on. We have another friend of ours, our good friend Caroline, uh, is on as we record. She is in Portugal right now with Adventures by Disney. And we're hoping that she's going to be able to join us, talk about her adventure. Um, so we're going to be getting into all of that. Don't forget to visit DisneyParkPrincess.com. Make sure to join our Facebook group. We also have a, an exclusive Facebook group that is just for our Patreons. Speaking of Patreons, coming up next on uh, our Patreon Extra, we are going to be talking about our collective love this is not a hot take. We all love <laughs> uh, Bath and Body Works. Well, not Charlotte. Charlotte's shaking her head. All right. Well, two out of three of us love Bath and Body Works. Whatever. We, we talked about your Batgirl. So a couple yes, weeks that's ago. Right. So now that's we'll talk fine. about Batgirl. We get, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so stay tuned. If you would like access to our exclusive content for Patreons, go to patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess, and you can help support us. Um, this support helps us have time to create this content. So if you like this podcast, the podcast will always remain free. Um, but if you want the podcast to continue and you enjoy it, it's we bring something to your week every week. Please make sure that you are helping to support us um, in any way that you can. And there's a variety of different ways you can do that. You can shop through our Amazon links on our website. You can support us on Patreon. Um, there's even a way um, through our weekly emails, um, which again, there's a subscription on our website. You can subscribe to our newsletters that come out every Wednesday. Um, you can even send us a tip through our newsletters as well if you'd like to do that. So lots of different ways that you can help support Disney Park Princess and help us to create this type of content. That's it. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.